Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of uh, Tech Talk. Today we are going to talk about cloud and cloud computing. Um, we are here today, me, I'm Rinat and Amit is here with us. Um, we are, we both have um, worked with cloud infrastructure and um, I thought it would be a good idea to talk about all the things that we know and all the things we've experienced over the years in, in our uh, work experiences. And um, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's a, one of the very essential topics to know about in IT. And um, in recent days, in 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 the past few years, or in the last decade, I would say cloud computing has become really popular uh, because of all the different benefits it it has um, over uh, on-premise infrastructure. Uh, obviously, we're going to discuss all of them all of them today. Um, in terms of cloud computing, obviously. Um, in IT, we are, you know, we we come across a lot of terms which are um, um, which has a different meaning before. For example, Windows, or um, you know, uh, Net. You know, it used to be a net to catch fish, but now when we say net, we mean something completely different. Uh, cloud computing is something similar. I mean, obviously, cloud is a word that had a you know another day-to-day -day meaning before but which <laughs> that meaning still exists but uh, when we talk about cloud computing we talk about something specific where um, uh, the computing or the infrastructure or the technology is actually um, uh, stored somewhere else not on you know not at your um, you know um, real life premises so uh, that's that's where the name cloud computing comes from, because, you know, just like cloud it is stored somewhere else, um, you know, you can you can probably see it from far away, uh, the location, like you can see the cloud, but it's not directly on your premises. But yeah, let's let's get let's get into more into details and find out all about cloud computing. Um, uh, Amit, thank you for um, joining us. And um, yeah, it's it's a good idea from you that uh, we decided to talk about cloud computing. Um, so yeah, let's just dive right into it. Um, what what do you think of cloud computing, Amit? So uh, thank you, Renat. Uh, yeah, that was a very good introduction. Um, I think cloud computing is uh, it has it is one of the greatest uh, computing achievements in recent times after the internet uh, and the personal computer because uh, it has uh, I mean transformed the way we now run businesses uh, and especially because uh, most of the businesses are run uh, using software and uh, covid has actually accelerated the adoption of cloud uh, technology and the movement from on-premise to cloud computing because a lot of a uh, lot of companies realize that they cannot run their businesses in the same way they used to uh, because uh, people are at home and they need access to services and the only way they can access those services is uh, via the uh, internet so they decided that okay uh, we need to quickly get on the cloud to help uh, to help our customers uh, reach our services so in in recent times we hear three big names aws amazon web services microsoft azure and the google cloud platform gcp and they are the th three big uh, key players in the cloud industry but uh, i mean before we start all that we need to understand what is a cloud why why are we talking so much about it so um, i mean rinath you gave a good introduction can you explain what um, what do you understand about cloud and what what uh, your idea of a cloud is <laughs> sure sure so that's uh, yeah that's exactly where i was going with this the i usually try to break down the term and what what each of the word means so uh, as soon as i try to do that with cloud computing the the word cloud obviously means something completely different to to uh, people from my generation so um yeah um, when when i think of cloud uh, that's the, that's the first thing i think about that it's it's uh, not something right in front of us it's it's um obviously the name comes from the 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 cloud that is in the sky so and also even in 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 technology when we talk about cloud computing the icon that is used is also an icon of a cloud uh, you know a real life cloud 
what this represent is um, the the location of the service or infrastructure or software, whatever we're talking about, the location is not right in front of you, not physically at, yes. you know, at, in, you know, in front of you or at look, it's not located at your infrastructure. You know, you, if you have a, you know, a computer with desktop or if you have a network of computer, say for example, in your office, etc. But um, if you are trying to access a certain, you know, set of data or a certain application or a certain infrastructure, like a virtual machine, etc. If they're not located in your office or in your sort of IT infrastructure in front of you, like you can't physically touch it, uh, then obviously that is, you know, somehow similar to it being in a place which, you know, it, it, it being in a far away place, which is in the cloud. And most of the time, if it is not in at your premises, then the way you connect to it is over the internet. And, you know, it, 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 it's kind of synonymous that it, it's going, um, you know, it's getting, you know, the data or the services coming from um, far away from the sky because it's coming from the internet. Uh, so that's, uh, that's how the name, I think, uh, sort of came about of cloud computing. So yeah, I mean, what I understand, uh, that's, that's, from, that's kind of my understanding how the name came about, but overall, what I understand is, you know, you need various things in IT. You either need an application that is, you know, that is designed and programmed, programmed by a company, for example, or you, know, you might need an infrastructure, for example, a virtual a set of virtual machines to carry out your work, or you might need, um, I don't know, um, platform, for example, you know, you need databases and things that would help you build a platform. So all of these things uh, could be costly for you to create this whole detailed infrastructure in, in you know, in your office space, etc. And obviously now with, with, with uh, you know, what we experienced last year, the pandemic, everyone want, wants to be able to access everything remotely. Uh, with that, you know, the need to access things remotely and not have to have things physically present in, in your office uh, is, is more, you know, more important it, and the need is increased. Um, so to allow for all of this, you need to, you know, uh, you need to connect to something that will give you all of these services remotely and cloud computing allows for all of this. And uh, as you mentioned, the, the top three, there are top three and there are other service providers like, uh, like that as well. Uh, these companies, you know, enable you to get all of these services remotely. They locate their, all of these services in the cloud which then you know you can connect to and get get the services that you need yeah that's 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 a good uh, analogy like it's it's not here it's not in front of you it's not something that you can physically touch it's somewhere out there so it's out mm -hmm. so somewhere out there so they said okay cloud uh, but another interesting analogy that i i want to share from my own experience is that it's something that you can rent so on-premise hardware, the, where you actually host your software. So a lot of companies are built around software these days. And those softwares uh, are hosted on a piece of hardware. So, and those hardware normally uh, is nothing but a server. So a server serves the web page. So whenever you type google.com, it's uh, you actually contact a computer that has the page hosted on it or a copy of the page and it tries to serve you the page and that's a server now in old times the server used to be hosted within the company then they came up with the concept of a virtual machine which is on the server but it's inside a virtual machine and but they had to maintain all that so they had to uh, uh, purchase the hardware they had to secure the hardware they had to update the hardware take backups if anything is a problem and all those other uh, capital expense as they call it 
so it's mm-hmm. not generating any revenue for you but it's an expense and it's called a capital expense or capex <coughs> so so now what happens is this is something that you own but you don't want the hassle of ownership so you look out for how to rent it and aws amazon web service or amazon first came out with cloud and the reason they came out with is because they were already uh, having big uh, large uh, computers and large servers and they were dealing with uh, uh, i mean so much data that they had spare computers or servers lying around and they thought okay let's rent it out let's let's rent it out and see and that's how it started so they started renting out their servers and they told the businesses that see we will maintain we will buy the hardware we will make sure that uh, the hardware is updated it is secured it is patched if anything breaks we will repair it or replace it uh, so we will take care of that what you do is you host your application on uh, our hardware and for that we will charge you and we will only charge you for what you use we will if you don't use our hardware uh for uh, say read or write operation then we will not charge you so if you want 10 computers we'll give you 10 computers and you pay us for that if you need one computer you pay us for that so based on demand you can scale up and down and that's where the word elastic in am- all the amazon services come because you can actually decide uh what you want to do with the servers and uh how do you want to scale up or down and that's essentially it so you can rent uh, a house or buy a house so similarly you can own your piece of hardware which is on premise or you can rent a piece of hardware which is cloud computing so so that's that's my understanding yes absolutely and i mean this you know just from your your description it it, it just becomes so much clear the how much beneficial it is for the for the potential customer as you said you know 10 computers if i wanted to you know start my own business and have you know you know i i i have to now know how many employees i'm going to hire and how many machines i'm going to need for all of them and then yes. over time i yes. might not need all all say for example 10 machines but i have to still own them i have to maintain them and i have to maintain the you know underlying infrastructure the database the server and all of that but you know with cloud computing i don't have to do any of that and as you said because it's elastic i can just scale down if if my business is not doing very well for a period of time and then scale up straight away with with a click of a button within within minutes to to accommodate for a bigger exactly. infrastructure yeah yeah so so uh, that's why it's so powerful and so relevant because businesses don't want the hassle of uh, this the capital expense of course it yeah. has it has operational expense as you are running it uh, you keep paying the cost so a lot of analysis has been done whether uh, hosting on your own premise owning the hardware is cheaper or actually running in the cloud is cheaper and plus the 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 main th- concern for people is security if i'm hosting on someone else's server especially banks are very skeptical they have large amount of customer and financial data and they are worried that if i host all this data on someone else's server they actually kind of own it so how do we secure ah. the data on those servers right so essentially yeah. the servers are owned by say amazon or google or microsoft and it's lying the data is lying there but how do we make sure that it's secure and because you connect to their servers via the internet someone else can also connect via the internet to their servers and hack it right so the yes. data data yes. breach is also a big concern and that's why a lot of banks were very skeptical initially uh, whether to host on cloud but sooner they realized that no they are very secure platforms but yeah so that's how it evolved but this is a um, this is a good example of the uh, the for for the skeptics like uh, i don't want to get into cloud because it's not secure <laughs> <laughs> also there is um, there's always that that um, you know the the emotional aspect of it if i can't say for example i yeah i use i use cloud computing for my for my own you know data storage as well um, to a degree but there is a there is a external hard drive which i still have 
which uh, is where I have an offline backup. I don't know, a monthly or a quarterly uh, offline backup. I do keep that. And this this is less to do with, um, I think, technology, but more to do with that, you know, human emotional decision making where, you know, if I can see the data, the, the hard drive I have, it's a physical hard drive, I can see, look at it, I can touch it. And that gives me a sense of comfort. And I know that it's offline, it's not connected to anything. And I'm, you know, it's not, I'm not going to lose it unless there is a, like a physical disaster of some sort. Um, you know, it, it, it can't be sort of um, hacked or you know, yes. be accessed by anyone. I don't. So yeah, there is, there is, there are some benefits, and also there are some motivations to use physical, um, you know, yes. infrastructure yes. as well. But with all the benefits that you can get get um, from cloud computing, and also because security is an issue, or it has been an issue, and one of the first things that people questioned. Um, so because of that, businesses that provide cloud services like Amazon or Microsoft, they really ramped up the security. So they have, you know, implemented security that that would be not, you know, that would be not worth spending that amount of money if you were, you know, if you want to achieve the same level of security in your own, you know, on-premise infrastructure. So it's, you know, they really went for it and they wanted to make sure that the security is at the at the topmost priority when when it yes. comes to cloud yes so uh, amazon microsoft google they they talk about security quite a lot but uh, there's i think still uh, one uh, misconception that just because these platforms are secure your website will be secure no it's not that these platforms pro these uh, platforms provide a platform to the yes. users, business users, or companies, organizations, individual people like us, a, a place to run our software or host our software. But all the configuration, someone has to do it. So, yes. so a lot of times you hear these stories where the uh, the data from one particular organization has leaked <coughs> from the cloud. Uh, but it's not that it's because AWS or Google or Microsoft is at fault. It's because they didn't use the policies defined by these organizations to secure their the content. And that's why the data got leaked. So one has to be really careful yes. that, okay, these platforms are very secure, but you need to configure it. Absolutely. And then there's the other thing as well. I mean, you know, it, it, it's like, it's like, you know, the bank, you know, say you have a bank account with, with a very, you know, renowned bank, but you, you know, shared your credit card details online. So the bank is very secure. I mean, there is there, no one's gonna like hack the hack into the bank server and, you know, take money from you. But if you give out your details that you're supposed to, you know, the weakness is usually on your end rather than, uh, the banks and and obviously you know it could happen very very unlikely scenario but yeah that's that's the thing when we talk about security or some some sort of security break we need to actually think about you know their number of parties involved in a whole system and which is the weak link is is and which aspect was being hacked for example as you mentioned like yeah it, it provides a platform i i want to build a website you know i um, you know, I take hosting from a cloud hosting provider and then I, you know, I have that, you know, amount of storage dedicated for me. Now, if I create a WordPress website and then I use a not very secure password to get as, as the admin password of my WordPress website, then that has nothing to do with the hosting provider because hosting provider gave me a space and, you know, I password protected that space. Now, if my password wasn't strong enough or, you know, some hacker with some social engineering, you know, figured out what the what 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 my first pet was and then figured out my password, um, then that's that's not nothing on 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 the hosting provider because I have failed to securely, you know, secure that that absolutely. bit of space yeah, absolutely yeah. and there's this uh, another example i want to give is uh, uh, 
uh, we talk about two-factor authentication. So you have the SMS and then you have the code that you can use on Google Authenticator and there are these apps where, which generate these uh, time, uh, time-coded values and you use this to log into your website uh, apart from your username and password. Now what happens is people think that okay just using this is security but they fail to realize that you have to actually go to that secure website and there are these phishing scams where you'll have google.com but the o would be replaced by zero and you won't pay attention <laughs> it would look everything the same and it would be and it would be secure and everything and you are giving your code onto a website that is not google yeah and and, and this is and this is the crazy part because two factor authentication everything is secure but you have gone actually to a fake website a scam website and it has now taken your credentials got access to your code and now you have given them the power to change and uh, steal your data and and th this is what uh, users have to be careful about when they think about cloud or any other computing platform that okay security is your responsibility even though the comp uh, companies or organization that provide these services make sure that your data is secure yes absolutely i mean yeah what you said that that actually happened to a close friend of mine as well it's okay. just yeah it's just ridiculous how you know these scammers are and then they have now become more and more sophisticated so it's yes. more and more yeah. difficult to identify these uh these these uh attacks and um yeah they they now meticulously create kind of tailored emails which are actually um, you know, very realistic. I mean, they, they mention names, which, you know, they somehow they figured out from your contact list and stuff like that. So it's nowadays it's, it, they become very realistic and yeah, definitely worth, you know, being careful, uh, Absolutely. To, to avoid this. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, coming back to cloud computing uh, yeah. i mean we, we we talked about okay why the companies need this um, and the advantages so it gives organizations the flexibility but it also gives organization a cost advantage because owning a piece of hardware means it will get outdated after a few years it will get upgraded by a new processor new hard disk space uh, better hard disk um, uh, technology uh, better computational power and better better hardware etc etc so the moment you buy a piece of hardware it'll you know that okay it'll get outdated say within five to ten years and you will have to upgrade it so there's a lot of upfront cost for a company to start a business especially with the one where they have to provide a service to a customer or a consumer but with cloud what they all they need to do is go to aws go to azure go to gcp buy the infrastructure immediately just rent it out and start hosting your services on it and and that's yes. the beauty that's the beauty i mean you don't have to actually worry about okay uh, where will i host it how will i manage it all those things no just go buy uh, rent it out pay on a hourly basis or use basis and then yeah that's it so it, it's yes. so much convenient for organizations now to get on through the cloud because the upfront cost of uh, using a cloud uh, service is quite less, but on a for an on-premise uh, upfront cost is quite high. Yeah, I mean there are so many benefits of of um, using cloud computing. Um, you know, you don't need you don't need to. I mean, by renting out on you know um, infrastructure online, you're also not having to rent out a physical space in 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 your infrastructure. So you don't you, you don't need an office or a, or a, like a data center to keep all of your data and infrastructure either. Yeah, they're like you know, if if you if you start listing all the benefits of cloud computing, yeah, there will be a lot. And uh, yeah, it, it it nowadays it's it's um, kind of widely accepted um, that you know what it is more beneficial. So there is no point, there's no point uh, exploring or um, you know debating whether or not it's beneficial. Uh, let's now find out how can we make the most out of cloud computing rather than whether to use it or not. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, uh, I mean, when we talk about cloud computing, we need to understand few concepts. Uh, so concepts like what is a server? What is a server rack? What is a data center? Uh, 
So, so normally server is something which is uh, like your CPU. So when you have, when you buy a desktop computer, so you get a CPU and you attach a keyboard, mouse and monitor to the CPU and then you use your computer. So think of a server. <coughs> so think of your server as a, um, as a CPU and it's just a server. There is no monitor attached to it. There is no keyboard or mouse and it comes like a flat pack. So it's, it's like a flat pack of furniture and uh, you have a server like that. And then if you have servers stacked on top of each other, it becomes a rack. So you have now a rack of a, of multiple servers. And when you have multiple racks, then you put that into a big location, which is called a data center. So data center has a lot of server racks and each server rack has a lot of servers. And that's what uh, AWS, Microsoft Azure and Google Cloud uh, Platform, they are selling. They are selling uh, the services or the infrastructure on those servers. So, so it means that on those servers, you can run a virtual machine and you can run multiple virtual machines. So suppose Renat wants to buy uh, or Renat wants to run his website renatmalik.com on Microsoft Azure um, and Amit also wants to run his own website amitsarkar.tech on uh, Microsoft Azure. So Microsoft Azure will not uh, allocate the entire server to Renat and Amit separately. They will say, okay, fine, we will just use one server We'll create two virtual machines. One virtual machine, we will give it to uh, Renat and the other virtual machine, we'll give it to Amit. And then we will run all their website, the server software, the database, the front-end application on those virtual machine. And then we will serve the content from those virtual machines to everyone on the internet. But now it's like a shared platform. So on the same server, we have now ha have we have different virtual machines and you can have multiple virtual machines up to a certain limit based on the memory and the hard disk of the particular server and the processing power so 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 i mean th this is a basic concept okay this is what you are trying to hire and this is what you are trying to um um like rent from these cloud providers Yes, yes, absolutely. So let's um, let's talk about you know different services that we can get from cloud computing. You know, uh, I don't know what you would call it, the types of services, or I mean, you know, m most of the things that we get. Like, I mean, whenever you have an IT infrastructure altogether, there are usually three things. Like, you know, you use application, or you use the actual machine, the virtual machine, um, and you use like a platform. Um, yes. Yes. You know, or some or or tools that enable you to create a platform, etc. So it, that kind of you know you could say three things. Uh, these three things are you know rented out as a service from these cloud companies. So you know application um, and platform and software software as a service. You know SaaS yes. platform as a service, PaaS and um, infrastructure as a service. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's, let's, uh, um, let's, let's talk a little bit on, about that. I mean, well, so, uh, from, uh, what I read and I, uh, read this very recently, I'll share the article, which I read and it's really good. It explains the concepts very well. So the article says, and it takes a very good analogy. So you can, mm -hmm. um, you can, um, buy a piece of land and then build a house on it. Or you can buy a house or rent a house. So you can rent a land, sorry, let's not uh, buy it because buy means on premise. So you're on the cloud. So you rent a piece of land and you grow crops or you build something on it, okay? Or you buy a rented, uh, so, so you rent a house and that is unfurnished. So you don't have any piece of furniture. You have got the house, but there is no furniture in it. And the third option is you rent a house, it's fully furnished. So it's ready to use. You don't have to buy anything. Okay. Now let's compare the three things that you defined infrastructure as a service. So it's like renting a piece of land. It means 
you've just got computing power so the cloud computing platform on which you're planning to host your um, website or services or whatever they will say okay you can buy some uh, cpu you can buy some hard disk space you can buy some uh, memory space ram um, and then um, you can uh, run a virtual machine on it so that's that's all you get so that's your infrastructure so it's a piece of land it doesn't it doesn't help you to uh, build a network it doesn't help you to configure everything uh, it gives you all the tools but then you have to do everything by yourself so you have to first um, uh, create a virtual machine create virtual uh, uh, multiple virtual machines install your server install your database uh, have your firewall so no one outside the outside your virtual machine or your system can access your software um, and then you have to provide network rules like okay people on uh, from this IP have access people from that IP don't have access so all those networking concepts and configuration you have to do manually you have to take backups you have to define when to scale up scale down etc etc so it's a lot of work so that's infrastructure as a service you only provide the infrastructure you only provide the land now we come to platform so platform could be something like a database so I don't want to create my own database I want a database software already there on the machine which I can immediately use so so the next uh, the next thing we want to talk about is uh, platform as a service <coughs> so platform as a service is nothing like uh, nothing but a database on a on the infrastructure or a server software on an infrastructure so you don't have to worry about installing so they give you some basic application a server a database a, 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 things that you want to use um, which are the essential part of running any business uh, and they provide some configuration setups uh, pre-configured setups etc so that's platform as a service um, so infrastructure, as a, so infrastructure as a service is something that you can immediately buy even as a consumer. Platform as a service is something like Heroku, H-E-R-O-K-U. Uh, Heroku is a very famous platform as a service. Netlify, or, and there are other other tools in the market as well. And um, what you can do is you can host your application, and they'll provide the basic uh, things. Um, and then the last bit is software as a service, which is nothing but a completely furnished apartment which you have now rented so this means it has everything that you need to run your business so an example would be Salesforce uh, Salesforce provides a platform to run your entire business and they have everything that you need uh, so you just need to start configuring and cre creating stuff and populating it so 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 the, these are the three uh, main examples infrastructure as a service platform as a service software as a service and there are different other services that you can provide but i think these are the three essential ways you can use the cloud computing platforms for your own uh, benefit that's actually a really good analogy amit i mean i really like the the land and the house and the furnished furnished apartment um situation that actually helps me i mean i obviously i knew what what cloud computing and each of these services were but now i can i can actually visualize it quite well with that analogy analogy thanks and uh, yeah it actually fits really well because um you know the level of detail you want to get into or level of things you want to do is, is you know each of these things enable you to do different things different level of uh, you know it helps you achieve different level of um um you know uh, services or things that you want to do in your business etc exactly cool and and uh, the other, other thing people have to remember is that these platforms they pro uh, they provide you with a lot of services so you can run almost anything on these servers you can run a virtual machine you can run containers you can run um, uh, container orchestration softwares you can run databases you can run your own server on those servers on a virtual machine so you can run a front-end website a static website anything you can actually host your content so just files um, uh, vi videos images etc anything but the thing that people um, uh, normally are not very careful about is they end up 
configuring the way they configure uh, their on-premise hardware. So you have to now remember everything is hosted ac across in a data center and you are communicating it via the internet and uh, these softwares they are optimized for performance scalability and security so you have to actually follow certain guidelines and principles which the cloud providers uh, uh, mention on their websites that okay use these services in this way and you will get the maximum benefit because if mm -hmm. you if you configure the hardware like the way you configure your hardware in your own organization then what happens is that you end up uh, getting a huge bill from these cloud providers and then you think okay these cloud providers are very expensive when actually they are not that expensive it's just that you have configured it incorrectly if you configure it correctly then it means that you can run your services efficiently and with less cost and over a period of time the cost benefit is huge uh, when running on a cloud yes yes i mean uh, it is also yeah as you mentioned it's important to um you know keep an eye on on the cost because yeah i mean they obviously gives you a cost plan or or a price plan that can be modified or you know that is that can be kind of tailor made or bespoke to to your organization's need but it's important that you sort of communicate that specific need uh, while you are you know building building the things like for example in azure services you know if you if you rent out vms if you're not running them then you're not going to be charged but yes. if you have a system which doesn't auto shut down after after you know after a few hours of unused time or every night or at, at a certain point, then obviously you're losing out and you're running those VM 24 seven. And uh, Microsoft is obviously, you know, enabling you They, you know, if, if, you know, if you, if you left it running, they obviously made sure that it is running. Yes. Of course, that's yeah. what they should be doing. And, but that incurs costs. So yeah, absolutely. These, these um, configurations are very important and um, is, is worth looking into what's spending the time on uh, doing the right configuration that will save a lot of money in the long run yes exactly so it's it's very important that we uh, adhere to the guidelines so whenever you use any software you always go through the documentation in order to best use it so similarly you try to talk to the consultants or the the engineers at aws or microsoft azure or uh, the gcp uh, team uh, to understand how best to use their platform the other thing i want to mention is uh, the uh, sometimes people actually get confused with what cloud is so suppose a company like google uh, they they decide to host their services on aws okay they decide to host their services on amazon's data uh, centers but google also runs its own data center so now there is a confusion there are two data centers and we thought that okay cloud is basically a data center but one data center is uh, owned by Google and the other data center is owned by um, Amazon. And But both can be contacted via the internet. So now what happens? Now what happens is the, the consumer or a user like me gets confused. Okay, so they are both cloud, uh, but one is owned by Google, they are running their own services and one is this. So is there a difference? There is actually a difference and the difference is called uh, private and public cloud a private cloud is a data center owned by your company and it is private so only people within your organization can access to that cloud and uh, a public cloud is a cloud that anyone in the world can access and that's like aws google gcp azure etc so 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 people uh, should not get confused with these concepts there is a public cloud there is a private cloud and it's it's important to know that yes absolutely and this actually brings a very interesting question i mean, I mean obviously i i know the answer to the or i have a version in my head of what the answer might be but you know tell tell me this um if a company is spending their own money and you know all all of you know effort and everything to create a, their own private cloud infrastructure then why not instead have everything on premise i mean if they are going to own their own 
infrastructure anyway why make it far away why not in their office i mean isn't it the same thing just you know it is uh, it is it is the same thing but uh, some people uh, choose to do that because of security and some government regulations like uh, uh, the sta- uh, the governments of certain countries they don't want to host their data so suppose uh, indian government doesn't want to host their data uh, in a us data center something like that yes so so yeah. then, then there might be a case where you won't want to have a private cloud uh, what 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 do you think uh, is the other reason so i mean there are other uh, i i i thought of a few other reason but actually i mean yeah what you mentioned the security um i've actually known that there is a law in us um that if any data or if any you know and like you know when you send an email or when you when it, whenever you communicate you know the 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 data packet actually goes through different countries you know jumps from different uh, uh takes different routes and then it ends up at, at your endpoint right and then yes. um so because us uh, you know had is one of the first adopters of internet to begin with um you know it, it's very likely that all of the data packets at one point in its journey will pass through some you know us server or 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 data center and there is a there is a um i think there is a law of some sort of restriction that if it has passed through an us um you know infrastructure then then us have some sort of right to it or they can yes. they can yes. implement you know they yes. they can sort of um yeah so as a result of course you know there would be there is a need for all the other countries to make sure that their data does not go through any us channels or at least make you know they would need to make sure that they, it stays within especially like you know very sensitive data like you know for the the defense system of the country etc 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 so absolutely there there is there is that need to do that um there there are other benefits as well i mean you know the the scaling up and scaling down things and then for example i mean you know say for example you you have i don't know a company with 1000 employees um and you know instead of buying 1000 1000 really good you know specs uh computer machines, with yes. money machines everything and maintaining that physically is a lot harder than creating a centralized data center where all the information is stored as well as the computing power is also stored there and you just have uh, thin clients uh to to all of the users who can access everything straight away and for example you know this this is again really important now with 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 our uh, working from home culture so if you had all these 1000 uh, machines you know uh, all set up on premise in a, in an office space you know how would you work remotely now you know yes uh, right now obviously you know with with our current situation you know working from home has become mandatory for for you know businesses to run and continue generating value etc and um employees now have to work from home and um even before the pandemic you know the you know it, it was good to have you know part of your um, um weekly work you know carrying out from home there were there was certain benefits to it and people did use do that and cloud computing would enable uh, you know your employees to to do that and and it's not just working from home even like you know say for example your employees are going to a i don't know business conference away from work but they still need to access you know work infrastructure to carry out and you know uh, make progress on on their projects etc so that these kind of things are enabled by you know private private uh, cloud computing data center yes i mean access to data i think is very critical now because you you want to be able to access your data from any platform your mobile your computer your laptop at home your laptop in office uh, when you're traveling in the train or a bus you need to have access to your data and cloud gives you that flexibility i worked in an organization and they were doing their digital transformation and uh, their main challenge was they were running a piece of software that had all the customer data but they didn't have access to it outside the office 
so it means that <laughs> when they are in a meeting outside at a client they don't have access to the data uh, the company data that they need and at their fingertips and they were very um, and they were not able to scale their business uh, uh, to that extent and they thought okay we need to move to a different provider on the cloud whereby we can access that information from our phone from our laptop over the internet we don't actually have to be in office physically to get access to that data and uh, yes. yeah this is this is uh, this is yeah this is much needed absolutely absolutely yeah so there are many many benefits of cloud computing i mean yeah le- so um yeah i mean there are the there are all of these types that you explained of uh, different types of services you can get from cloud computing we also touched upon benefits i mean you know there's no point listing all the benefits because there are so many yes. we would <laughs> um so yeah i mean um there, there are applications uh, but uh, the, there are applications that people are actually may not be aware they they might be aware they may not be aware so uh, a crucial example is netflix everyone watches netflix and everyone uh, has at least a subscription of amazon prime so they have subscription to mm-hmm. amazon prime video now they're both hosted on aws <laughs> these are these are two competing organizations and amazon prime is um, owned by amazon so i'm 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 certain that it's hosted on aws netflix is also hosted on aws two competing platforms hosted on this and it's incredible that how they have managed to stay in competition uh providing relevant uh, content to the to the users um and um using shared services so it's incredible uh, the way you can use a cloud computing platform now there are softwares uh which help you run a server a database etc and you don't even have to go anywhere so google gives you the option to buy a domain from them host um services on their platform and you can do end to end just on google and similarly uh, amazon does that i'm not sure about microsoft but i'm guessing microsoft would also uh, help you buy a domain and then host mm-hmm. your server on your uh, on their uh, cloud platform and uh, the advantage of again the cloud uh, computing platform is because it's scalable it means that if you are hosting something and then suddenly um there is a huge user demand so currently you serve the page 2000 users but suddenly there is a huge demand and 1 million users want access to your website you don't have to worry the cloud will take care it will scale automatically so it will create a copy yes. it will do the load balancing it will do everything for you so you don't have to worry so those applications are quite important and relevant so having access to your data from anywhere in the world having the power to scale your systems based on the demand having the option to rent the piece of hardware or the platform that you want to use and pay only for that part not own it but just rent it and pay only for what you use i think this gives a lot of flexibility to a lot of organizations and it's 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 uh, it's yeah it's good yeah yeah absolutely i mean um so yeah i mean we we've we've actually explored a lot about cloud computing we talked about the different types of services you can get benefits and also different applications yes. um, i think this is a comprehensive um uh you know a, a talk of a talk to know about uh cloud computing uh i definitely uh, uh urge the listeners and viewers to you know go out there google some more and um, find out more about cloud computing if you have any further questions definitely reach out to us ask the questions and we're going to try and ans- answer them in our next episode so um yeah i mean um, is is a very essential thing to know about um in terms of um also you know in terms of getting job or start a career you could um you know do various certification offered by microsoft azure services or aws uh, i'm sure there are other training uh, uh, courses available as well and uh, these training courses will enable you to understand these technology as well as 
uh, sort of navigate around it. Um, you know, we'll teach you how to say, for example, create a VM or create an infrastructure that a company can use. And these have very, um, you know, lucrative and very uh, good job opportunities that you can get by being trained on these kinds of things. So yeah, definitely would would encourage the listeners and viewers to to find out more. Uh, maybe this is this is an area of expertise for you. Um, it, it's not too difficult. It's it's um, actually you know an easy topic to understand and become become an expert on. So uh, um, yeah, definitely definitely check it out. Find out more and ask us questions. Um, with that, um, I um, I think we've covered a lot on cloud computing today. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add, Amit? To I think uh, you've covered quite a lot, but yes, you are right. A cloud computing is a, is a very simple concept, and once you understand it and you get the fundamentals right, it's easy to understand what's happening behind the scene. Because if you go now to use say AWS or Microsoft Azure or GCP, the three big cloud computing platforms. Uh, you will notice uh, so many services that they provide. But if you understand the basics, then it's easy for you to know, okay, what am I looking for? Am I trying to build a network? Am I trying to run a software? Am I trying to build a database? So am I trying to run a virtual machine? What do I need? So based on that, you can find a particular service. And if you understand the basics, then it's easy to navigate through their ecosystem. But of course, uh, the, we will try to share as many URLs as possible uh, at the end of the video to help you uh, understand what it is. Um, the analogy that I gave about the piece of land, I'll share the link to that as well because I think the person explained it really well. Uh, I wanted to share actually one interesting thing about the backup. Uh, Rinath mentioned about yeah. taking a backup. Um, so you have, uh, say, a backup on OneDrive or Google Drive, which normally a lot of people do nowadays. And uh, you normally try to take a backup in a piece of uh, hard disk that you own and you keep. But there, there is a principle of data backup. You always have three copies of the data. One on the cloud, anywhere in the world, one with you physically, and one at a location that you know about and you have access to where you have a copy of the data. The reason being, if you ever get flooded, if you have an earthquake, if you have a burglary, and if you lose data from the cloud or from your home, then at least you have the third option as a backup. So these are the, that's a fundamental rule of backup, uh, have a copy. And, and don't worry, in cloud computing, <laughs> uh, the, the platforms, they give you the option to take snapshots of what you're storing and hosting. So you can take backups uh, and uh, you can uh, let those pl platforms know to take backups regularly. So take your backups. <laughs> So that's, that's an interesting question. I mean, we should actually do, um, you know, another conversation on just backups and stuff and all the all the things available. But yeah, speaking of, you know, what you just mentioned, what should be the frequency? I mean, this is from my own curiosity because I have, um, I don't have that third one, but I have the first two, as you mentioned, but uh, backing up itself is, is a bit of a time consuming and, you know, it does take some effort. So um, the... You know the the what should be the frequency? Because if I if I wanted to do the third kind of backup, you know, if I do it every year, then obviously I'm you know if in, on on eleventh month I've already accumulated a lot of data which hasn't been backed up. But also if I wanted to do it every month, then you know having access to the, that third location, which is you know intentionally difficult, um, you know it it, it becomes kind of cumbersome and uh, you know one starts to question whether it's worth yes. it <laughs> so so the simple keep it simple is normally the concept of whenever you approach anything and that is uh, keep it with a uh, with your family member say mm -hmm. if they are living in the same city keep it with them so at least you have another copy and uh, regarding the frequency you have to think about what data you're trying to back up is it is it personal information like usernames and passwords which I don't think you need to back up every day. Mm -hmm. uh, no. Once a year is good, once a month is good, depending upon how frequently you change them. So it depends on how the frequency in which you change or access your data. So things like that, you don't have to uh, 
uh, take a backup regularly but things like photographs if you take a lot of photos every single day then i'm pretty sure that you are already taking backups of the photos on your phone the photos from your camera etc etc so those backups are again crucial so if you are taking backups uh, if you are ta- photographing say frequently in a month take a backup every month because it's important so that you don't lose those photos if you take videos so like me and renat we are taking uh, we are recording these videos we take a backup of e- uh, we take a backup each renat has a copy i have a copy and we have a copy in the cloud so we already have three copies of that data in three different machines so so th- that's a good example right so but and we don't have to take a backup every every single day because it's now through a cloud platform on our local machine we have access to that data but this is just to give you an analogy so depending upon the data you decide on the frequency some data would need frequent backups some data won't need frequent backups and plus when you are taking backups you actually need to minimize the amount of data you need to backup because the thing is yeah. on cloud platforms you will actually run out of space so suppose you own a lot of dvds and you you copy the dvds onto your machine and now you have like 100 gb or 1 terabyte of uh, dvds <laughs> on your machine you don't want to take a backup of those things you can you can quickly rent it you can quickly find something online you can rent it from amazon uh, prime video google video etc etc so there are renting platforms so you don't want to uh, rent your um, sorry uh, store your videos as a backup what you want to do is personal photos and personal information your tax returns your uh, your salary records your bank statements those are critical files not everything else cool okay that's this this is good information to know uh thanks so yeah i mean um i don't really have a lot more to add either i'm just going to add one last thing before we finish um so uh, you know if, if if anyone um you don't have to be an expert or know anything anyone can go and open an account on azure um services uh with the free account it comes with a, a, a quite a decent amount of credit and that credit it's not like a, a you know various softwares and other um, service provider gives you like a 30 day trial and that kind of stuff to test out their services but azure i don't actually know about aws uh, so i won't they, call they, in, they they all have a free tier every every cloud platform has a free tier uh, and yeah. in the, in the description we will uh, mention the url Uh, where the free tier is actually mentioned so aws microsoft and gcp they all have a free tier where you can use their services up to a certain limit and then they will start charging you but that free tier yes, is good yes. enough for you to explore their services of course yeah so that's the free tier but um um what i know of azure is that instead of giving you like a 30 day free t- trial of you know finding out what what their services are they give you a number of credits say you know 200 pounds or 200 dollars or you know a number of amounts in wherever whichever country you are accessing i think uh, google also does that and aws also does it so if you ah, sign up with right. a new email id it'll give you access to their services for a year or up to the time you run your credits run out of your credits yeah yeah so those that, that's a decent amount of credit for you to try um, a, a lot of things that are yes. provided yeah. within their services you could create a vm and run it for a number of times you could you know create and destroy various infrastructure uh, features and components and then try how how you did it and then you know destroy it then rebuild it and this is this is a really good way to learn and be familiarized uh, with you know all these uh, all these uh, technology that are on offer so that's the other thing i would uh, you know uh, say encourage the listeners and viewers to just go and open a free account and uh, just play with it it is free and you would actually be able to because it's credit system there is nothing restricted you are treated as if you are a paid customer they just they just gave you you know some free credit in in your account just like you know if a paid customer would would you know buy those credits so you know everything that you'll see are going to be are used in real life when you're actually building you know a, an actual infrastructure so this is really good learning environment yeah please do use up all of those credits and that in 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 by doing so you would learn a lot and be familiarized with with the technology and what they have to offer 
absolutely and uh, i mean uh, one of the key things i want to uh, tell our viewers and listeners is that uh, don't fuss about the cloud computing platform most of the uh, i mean all the cloud computing platforms provide a similar level of service they just use a different term so understand the concept don't worry about uh, whether i want to go to azure gcp or aws look at the cost look at the quality of service and then decide which platform you want to use but the principles remain the same they are all talking about servers a cpu a hard disk some memory some services like a database servers etc so once you know the concepts it's actually easy to use this so know the concepts don't get bogged down by the different terminologies and uh, comparisons because yeah if you know the the basics then it's easy to navigate Absolutely yeah you're absolutely right i mean all of the top pro- service providers are top for a reason and that's because they do provide you know good service for even large enterprises to build upon so yeah great um thank you very much everyone for uh, listening to us and uh, watching our uh, video so um we we hope you continue to do so with our next episodes that are coming up um yeah please again uh, feel free to reach out with uh, with any questions you have or if you think that your expertise could help the rest of the listeners and viewers please uh, contact us to uh, come to our show as a guest um yeah so uh, Uh, thanks again for joining we hope you are enjoying our talks and we are trying to keep it as simple as possible uh, which you can easily understand um, and i hope uh, that we are keeping the topics relevant as well um, so yeah thank you thank you so much for watching and listening thank you guys